Welcome to a very wooey Christmas, our very first holiday episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this. I'm pretty excited too. So the goal was to pick the absolute worst gift for each other. <laughs> Cannot wait. Hi, I'm Dr. V. And I'm Dr. A. Two doctors on a mission to answer your burning questions about burning sensations and all things science. This is What the Woo. And, and just to be fair, for the record, I want everybody to know that I did get you a sloth pen. Um, and it's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the real, the real present. But we'll reach, we'll reach into Santa's sack and... <laughs> Santa's sack. Let's see what he has for us today. Uh, I also would like to note that we haven't even been drinking. <laughs> I'd also like our listeners to note that we would literally never buy these for each other. <laughs> Okay, so first off, I, I present to you a jade egg. I got it from the Goop website. Oh, thank you. I mean, anything from the Goop website would be the perfect holiday <laughs> gift, right? So yes, it's it's this lovely jade heavy cylinder, and it's porous. Can you help me? Do you know how I'm supposed to use this thing? As far as I know, you're... I'm really confused about this. Like, you... You stick it up your vagina, and then you just hold it, right? Yeah. And I was reading, like, some folks will, like, wear that shit all day long. Like, they're just holding a jade egg in their vagina all day as, like, a test of their vaginal wall and perineal muscles. It's like the Pilates for your vagina. So... But it's a workout that never ends if you don't take that thing out. That's what I'm confused about. So, like, I... I feel like this is rooted in some weird, like, misogynistical view of the purpose of a vagina. Because has anybody ever come to you, any woman, and said, like, I am concerned that my vagina is not strong enough? Like, I'm just Um, walking around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. I think that conversation usually is, I'm peeing myself when I cough. Okay. There, we can talk about that, and then we'll talk about some muscular issues. Or it's, my boyfriend says, or my husband says, that things are different in my vagina now that I've had two kids. Well, maybe, you know. <laughs> you just pushed a watermelon out of, like, a tiny hole. Yeah, so, so certainly, I mean, there's complications, there's things that can happen, but... You know, even in that case, when when you're doing kegels, right? You're you're doing these exercises for short bursts. Like, is there what would be the benefit of having your vagina like permanently contracted for several hours? To me, that just seems like it'd be painful. Yeah, I don't see anything that would be good about sticking a foreign body in your vagina. That oh, by the way, is a stone and it's porous, so it's it can soak up you know bacteria and shit. Like toxic shock stone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, there's no need for that. You know, already we say, you know, you're not supposed to keep a tampon in for too long, even though, you know, we've worked on that a lot. And and risk of toxic shock is not high with the current tampons. But jade egg is, it's like the tampons of before, except now it's a stone. That's heavy. That just seems like it'd be uncomfortable. So, okay, having gone through childbirth, um, I will say, like, by the time there's a large head there, 
It's not like, I'm gonna cruise around like that. You're like, okay, push, like, get that out. That is not a normal, comfortable state. Right, and, you know, certainly the jade eggs are smaller than the average infant's head. <laughs> but, <Thank God. laughs> but the thing is, is, yes, you're right. Like, we shouldn't have, like, large foreign bodies that are heavy that we're like, oh, our goal is to hold that shit in for 12 hours while I go through my work day. You don't do that. Um... You know, and I, I can only see that it's going to increase your risk of infections and, you know, injury. Like, can you imagine you're like, you know, you're a mom, you're going to the grocery store, you get in the car to pick up the kids, you get rear-ended on the road. Oh, God. Like, how does that work when you've got a jade egg in, you know? It just pop out. I mean, I would pray that it pops out. But if you're in an accident, you tense up, maybe mm-hmm. you go... Or you get hit from the side and you get a pelvis injury. Like, I feel like there's just nothing good. Like, you know, I will never be a proponent of the jade egg. But if by chance you decide you're going to do this, do it in the comfort of your own home for only a couple minutes. Like kegels. Hey, which you don't, you don't really need any resistance. No, you don't. It's not like we're, like, doing weightlifting with your vagina. So... If you have a boyfriend who says that your vagina feels loose, I would suggest you maybe get, get a, a different, different boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> yes. So a nice alternative would be that new Jason Momoa Aquaman dildo that just came out. Have you, you know, I have not seen this. Why don't you tell me about it? <laughs> okay, so I will just say... Dr. I, v, did you I get did a not, Christmas gift? No, I did not go seeking this out. A friend of mine a posted friend. this mm-hmm. on Facebook. And, you know... Um, I will say it it was probably a bit of a disappointment for anybody who was expecting like a realistic approximation of I don't think Jason like posed for this like sometimes the adult film not there were no to, plaster casts no, involved. no it's actually got scales on it and it's oh yellow it's not unappetizing huh. ribbed for her <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do it for me, but maybe for someone else. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm fascinated that somebody decided to come up with this novelty. I'm just wondering, like, what the market research entailed on that. I think there's a few people that are going to be getting it as a stocking stuffer. <laughs> Too bad it's so close to Christmas. Mm, I can't even. It's on Prime. some time left. <laughs> so, right. I'll give you my gift. Yay, can't wait. Um. I give you a neti pot with tap water. (laughs) Enjoy. Yes. I was like, you know what? Those ladies with their brain eating amoebas, everyone should experience this. So I'll have to say, like, I, that is an example of something where you're like, is this woo or is it not? And, and I, it seems like there is some evidence, right? That done properly it can help flush out some garbage in your sinuses. And so I tried it because I've been having some allergy issues and I'm looking at the instructions and it's like a big production, right? You have to like microwave it and sterilize it and use this distilled water or boil the water, but then let it cool down to the point where it doesn't actually fry your sinuses. And it's just, it's like... You you don't want like a third degree burn in your nose. No, no. So I can understand the temptation to just use hot tap water but then then you might die then you might die yeah so i mean that's the big deal right there's no problem with a neti pot and i wouldn't say that it's like you know it's wackadoo science right from 
the beginning of time, doctors have always said, you got goobers in your nose, use a saline rinse. Yeah. I mean, neti pot's even better because it's buffered. Awesome. Like, we don't have to be caustic to our, um, you know, our mucous membranes. That's great. Um, you know, the issue is really like that you're reusing a pot that can grow bacteria, um, fungus, amoebas from well, from the water supply freak me out because the i've heard of it of like people that go swimming and like standing water but this was in tap water right so that's the dish the issue right is that everyone thinks okay tap water you're good it's supposed to be safe it is when you're drinking it <laughs> the problem is is that we're sticking tap water into your nasal passage and the nose has it's in the center of what we call the danger triangle in medicine oh is that the danger <laughs> yes, triangle the danger triangle uh, i mean I you have... may have thought it was somewhere else <laughs> but no so the area basically from your upper lip to the the top of your nasal bridge um is basically like a direct portal into your brain i mean Clearly, there's some stuff stopping it, right? Because we don't have like spinal fluid leaking out your nose all day. But um, it's you are missing a lot of those like checks and balances in the rest of your body that would be getting rid of amoeba. You know, like when you drink water, your stomach is at a super low pH. It kills things. Um, you know, you also when it goes through your immune system, it's I mean, through your intestines, it's exposed to your immune system, which then sees an amoeba as like bad news bears and wants to kill it. But if you're sticking that in your nose, we're missing all of those things that would protect you. And so it's going straight into the cavernous sinuses area, which so leads to your brain. How does the amoeba actually get through your sinuses into... Oh, now you want like literal Well, I'm trying to figure out like, is it, do you have to have a little cut in your nasal sinuses or can it actually like diffuse? Yeah, so we're dealing with the fact that, um, so the danger triangle is, you've got these like veins that go straight into your brain from there. So you're mm -hmm. basically having a microorganism that can then get a direct portal into your bloodstream. That bloodstream is then going straight, uh, feeding into your brain system. All right, so you gave me a neti pot with tap water. Yeah. What, what would be the appropriate alternative? Um, how about this? Like, follow the directions on the damn neti uh, pot. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so clean your neti pot. Uh, there's like the directions tell you all sorts of ways to sterilize it. And so you want to sterilize the neti pot and sterilize the water. So instead of tap water, use distilled water Didn't or boil it. They, um, they have disposable ones too, right? It's going to be a little more expensive, but if you're not using it that often, you can. Yeah. And you know, actually I'm a huge fan of, I don't use neti pot, but we use um, sinus rinse, which is yeah. made by the same company. That's a, a, um, a container that's a little bit easier to clean than the neti pot you know it's like when you're trying to clean your um your hot water kettle on your stove like yeah, you like, can't get all of the nooks and crannies like, in the I'm spout i'm just trying to be honest like sometimes you're feeling lazy you know 
Right. So stick that shit in the microwave. <laughs> Super easy. That is one of the solutions on their website is yes. literally microwave the bottle and microwave your water. Yes. And then let it cool. <laughs> Which is key. And Can it's sad that we have to say that. If you put boiling water up your nose, you just said it was a danger triangle. Yeah. I mean. Your brain probably wouldn't like that. No, not at all. It'd be terrible. Well, I have I have one more present for you because I thought you weren't going to like the Jude Egg. Oh, you're so sweet. I did. I got you this beautiful um, trio of Christmassy essential oils because my neighbor sells them. Awesome. Yeah. What what scents did you get me? I, I mean, you. I love a good scent Juniper, at Christmas. Oh, frankincense and Douglas fir. They're very wintry. Wow, those are awesome. <laughs> so um, what can I use these for? Like, will it cure all that ails me? So in addition to just making your house smell lovely, um, were you to say, like, diffuse it, um, you can actually, apparently, that this is not something that I've actually seen any papers on, but um, the, these oils came with a little pamphlet. Yes. And the pamphlet gives I mean, you some, some nice uses for it that says, well, suppose you have some gallbladder stones, okay? You take the juniper berry oil and, and you rub it over your gallbladder area. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this pamphlet literally says apply over the gallbladder apply, several times daily. Apply topically over gallbladder. Which, okay. I mean, it's not even gallbladder area. They're no. saying on the gallbladder. Which... Directly over your gallbladder. <laughs> so either you're cutting a hole in your abdomen and Right, which is a bigger there. problem. Yes, that would be. <laughs> I, would, I would pay a hundred bucks if I went out on the street and asked five people to point exactly over their gallbladder and they got it right. Dude, I would count it as a win if they even pointed to the right half of their abdomen. <laughs> yeah. like, or the abdomen in general. Yeah, exactly. Their gallbladder, they're pointing down to there. But that's what I love too is like, you know, besides the fact that people don't know this anatomy and why should you, like, um, your gallbladder is literally tucked tiny. up inside. It's tiny and it's tucked up under your liver. So your liver is like, you know, all around your gallbladder. So even if your skin was a direct portal to your gallbladder, which we all know it is not, um, you couldn't, I mean, it would just touch your liver. Yeah. Like, well, it would first touch your ribs and, well, for me, it That's would touch fat. Day. It, it would touch a, a long, lot of fat. Like, <laughs> for an oil, it would have a long way to go. A very long And journey. how would the oil know? Okay, so it's got to get through your skin... Then through the fat degrees of adipose, and it has to get through your body wall, and maybe like go around your how a does few it layers have, of muscles around there, bone. Like how does it know to gravitate towards your gallbladder instead of just like these are magic essential oils? They do what they're supposed very to do. Impressive. Okay, so um, so maybe maybe you're feeling a little bit like this isn't working for you, but I actually have the the, um, the frankincense has some applications that actually are for a topical condition. <laughs> I'm looking at this pamphlet right now and... I'm um, not implying anything, by the way. But I, I feel like um, you're really almost insulting me. <laughs> you're really making a well, no, lot no, of assumptions. For, it's for your patients. Okay, so this you gave me this oil to yes. give to my friend yes. um, to treat genital warts. <laughs> 
Okay, thanks. So frankincense. Dilute heavily with a carrier oil and apply topically to affected area or take internally a couple times a day. So it's another smart one. I mean, seriously. So this one is like, okay, let's say you got a little bumpy bump on your genitals. I mean, who knows if it's syphilis, a wart, who knows? Just rub some oil. But you can either rub some oil on it or just drink it. And it like magically takes a ride in your body and knows to go exactly to the genital warts. What I love also is that it doesn't even just say warts, right? It yeah. specifically says genital warts, <laughs> which says a lot, right? That they don't even recognize that the virus that causes warts on your genitals is also the same virus that causes warts on your finger or your toes or whatever. You know, it. it's really interesting to me how they're, you know, advertising for this magical, you know, cure, and they don't even understand the science behind it. So in... Um in dogs, they get a form of papillomavirus, and usually it's um, it's self-limiting most of the times, and they'll they'll go away. So I don't know if um, or or you burn them off. Like those are sort of your two main options. Same in humans. Uh, so basically, this oil would either be burning these, or it just happens to be clearing on its own, and you're assigning. A, um, the frankincense? Yeah. I mean, it, in humans, we we burn them. They sometimes go away spontaneously. Sometimes we freeze them. Sometimes we use immunomodulators. We have lots yeah. of ways to treat warts in humans. Uh, but none of them none are of them. slap some uh, frankincense on that baby and call it a day. I'm just That just sounds like it would not be a pleasant thing to do. I mean, to be honest, I would probably rather stick frankincense on my genital wart than liquid nitrogen. Well, that's true. <laughs> if it worked, we actually have I mean, some yeah, to... That's right. Like, if it worked, gosh, that would be awfully pleasant. But, I mean, there's a reason why your friendly family doc does not have a bucket of frankincense in her <laughs> office. It's because we have lots of randomized controlled trials that show that the way to get rid of these warts is not through frankincense. Is there a vaccine? Yes, there is an HPV vaccine. There's another, there's no thought. <laughs> I mean, there's that too, right? So what's interesting though is the HPV vaccine, we have a few different formulations. Um, I think uh, the most recent one is HPV-9, I believe. So it has the nine most common uh, types of HPV that cause uh, cancer. So uh, penile cancer and cervical cancer. And um, and then we also have a few genital warts, ones too, that are overlap. Certainly we vaccinate because we want to decrease the risk of genital cancers and oral cancer actually too. But why would you go through all of that and possibly put yourself at the risk of autism if you could just get a nice Christmas candle? <laughs> I mean, <Around>. right? <laughs> and we say that in jest, yes. right? Um, because yes, please, clearly, please do, not. please do not. Vaccines do not cause autism. Yes. Also, they will not kill you unless you have a fatal allergic reaction. But all of that 
crazy woo out there about uh, the HPV vaccine increasing risk of death is not correct. So I, and I will say, um, because you know, there's vaccines around now that were not available when, when I was a kid. And so I had to go make these decisions for, for my children. So we talked about chicken pox and we talked about this one. And you know, I, I don't know because we don't vaccinate pets for this stuff. And so I had some great conversations with my physicians and I, I have done all of those things for, for my own kids. So yes, I am Thank I'm a you. Pro, pro. Oh my God, chicken pox sucked. I, Tell me about it. Oh. I had chicken pox down my throat and in my ear canals. Oh like, yeah, well, I had to miss my seventh grade or my seven-year-old tap dance recital. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> I have a story about chicken box. I was out of school for like a week and a half for chicken yeah. pox. I was a super big nerd in, when I was in, I think I got them in like third grade. Uh, super big nerd. So I was bummed that I missed school. Yeah. Oh. So the night, <laughs> I know. Uh, so the night before I was supposed to go back, my mom tells me, hey, you're good enough. You can go back to school. Super excited. And then, um, and I was so excited. I was running down the hallway, oh, no. tripped over something, fell, hit my head, and had to have stitches <gasps> in my forehead. With and chicken pox on them? Are they no, gone? no. I mean, because my chicken pox were gone. Yeah. I was ready to go back to school, but I was so dang excited that I, you know, ran and tripped and fell, had stitches, and then couldn't go back to school. <laughs> See, children these days, unless you are in an unvaccinated population, will never know what an Aveeno bath is. Seriously. It or calamine lotion. Socks. Sitting in oatmeal is not... I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I had, like, pink calamine lotion over my entire body. By the way, it doesn't help. No! No, nothing helps. It's horrible. Okay, well, there's one more. There's one more oil in our collection. I just want you to know um, that the Douglas fir. Now, wait. Surely you got me Douglas fir because I didn't have time to get a Christmas tree, right? And you just wanted my house to smell yummy? Um, There was that, but I also thought it might help if you have goat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. V. <laughs> I'm so happy that my gout can be treated with I'm Douglas sorry. fir oil. I, I only have a portion of this um, this pamphlet that's available, and it, it doesn't have anything that's not offensive on there. <laughs> so take a few drops internally mm -hmm. or massage gently into affected joints several times a day. Well, that's interesting um, because we all know gout is caused by uric acid buildup in the joints. So... I don't know if Douglas fir like literally leeches uric acid from the joints or I what. I love how specific they were. It's like a Douglas fir, not a noble fir. <laughs> right. Which personally is my preference because the branches are stronger. <laughs> it's prettier. They um, have stronger joints. Like you would think if we're using magical reasoning. Oh, right. You would exactly. Go with the strongest tree with the best joints. Yeah. No. Um, my guess, if I were to bet a million bucks, is that Douglas fir is the only only fur that this essential oil company is selling. Oh, <laughs> I'll have to ask my neighbor. Yes. So, um, but let me assure you, um, I've never seen any science that would support uh, drinking Douglas fur oil or rubbing it on your gouty toe um, to cure anything. So I, w I will say, because I absolutely adore Christmas scents, and so 
Juniper, frankincense, and Douglas fir are all things that I would consider using as like a candle for ambiance. Right. But that's about it. Yeah, stick that shit in a diffuser, but let's not try to Unless you have say birds. That it's... If you have birds, you shouldn't use diffusers at all. There's that. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I knew that birds were sensitive, but I had no idea. Somebody had posted on Facebook about um, they, they put some essential oils in a diffuser and she was a, um, a bird fancier, shall we say? <laughs> uh, and, and she came home and there were like seven dead parakeets in the cage. That's crazy to me. Like, that means like they just had a very small exposure, yeah. right? And it was enough to kill them over. Is that just because their respiratory system sensitive? Exquisitely, exquisitely sensitive. The other thing I saw was somebody had also killed their birds by using the self-cleaning um, oven function. Really? Yeah. Just the smoke that it makes? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. So now I'm like, dang, our lungs are strong. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Humans. <laughs> it's amazing to me how That's why birds don't birds smoke. Are. They die. <laughs> you can, we'll put that quote on our okay. next t-shirt. That's why birds don't smoke. Now available at the What the Moose store. <laughs> the things you learn. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to our WooCast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly on our website at whatthewoopodcast.com. You can email us at contact at whatthewoopodcast.com or go to our website and fill out the contact form there. We'd love to hear from you. What the Woo is an educational podcast and is not a substitute for professional care and advice. Please seek appropriate medical care for any health care concerns. Opinions expressed are solely those of the doctors and not those of any sponsors or employers. Thanks for listening. See you next time on What the Woo.